tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to AfterBuzzTV.com. We're talking Undateable Live, Episode 8, A Bachelorette Party Walks Into a Bar. Right now we're listening to Andrew McMahon, rocking it out. I love I love this guy. It's the first time I heard him. That's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, this is a great jam. So you guys go out and download Andrew McMahon, get this song, and then while you're there, check us out on iTunes, yeah. like us, comment, Go to YouTube and do the exact same thing. We're really excited to be back, and we can't wait to talk about this episode. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, joining me today, the always lovely, the always talented, the always very funny and awesome bestest co-host ever, Sam B. 43. Sam Davidson. Hey, guys. I'm sorry I've missed you for the past few weeks, but I am back. We're reunited, and it feels so so good. good. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in like a month and a half, so it's great to be back talking undateable. And, uh... This is, I'm just going to jump right into it. This has been one of my favorite episodes this season. I know I said that last time for the Halloween episode. This one, it topped it. I thought it was great. It touched you emotionally, I think. It it does. I'm starting to realize that I, I'm relating to Danny a whole lot more than I thought. Of. I thought I wanted to relate to Shelly, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, smoke weed and say ridiculous things. But no, like instead I'm just, you know, I feel like I'm 34. I'm, well, you Danny. just relate to Shelly all the time, so it's special to relate to Danny. It's you unique. Know. Yeah, it is unique. Yeah. Um, I It wasn't my favorite, like I said. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, you know, I watched the East Coast and the West Coast, and yeah, I just, I have liked other episodes better, but it was always fun and hilarious, and I liked some of the improv that went on for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, th- what goes down in the episode, and I thought this was great because... It was about time. Uh, Justin and Candace, uh, they were getting a little fed up of the, you know, riffraff that Danny was dating. They want to, you know, be able to do couples things and hang out and be cute together and everything. And so they set Danny up. Yes, which is so sweet. It's really sweet, but it's also uncomfortable when you don't, you're not expecting to be set up. You know, like there's been a couple, like one time I went to a dinner party. Everyone was coupled up except for me and one other single girl, and they sat us right next to each other. And I was like, what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, she was beautiful, but it was very it was very awkward. And so I think that, you know, like that was kind of Danny. And that's the smart thing that Justin and Candace did is that they set it up so it was it looked, felt kind of natural. Because, of course, Danny's going to hit on the bachelorette party. Did that? Did they even do that on purpose? I don't know if like the batch, like they even thought that that would happen that he would meet her first. Oh no, definitely. I think that they were just kind of like, uh, oh, you're having a bachelorette party. Why don't you have it at the bar? Then you can meet Danny. And so I think that like they were, they were playing puppeteers. I think they had everything. It was their master plan. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, maybe not, but that's what I kind of read into it, is that they were really, you know, buckling down and, and getting to it to try and get Danny set up. Mm-hmm, probably, yeah. And it works. It's great, and everything is, is going off without a hitch, and it's adorable, and they're even, like, commenting on when they go on, they say, yeah, let's have it, and let's go on a date. Yeah. Which is awkward, because, like, you kind of know, I mean, you, you know, at a house party, you're hanging out with someone, and then all of a sudden, in the background... You know that people are watching and listening mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, look, look, Joe and Sam, they're talking. They might hook up. What's yeah. going to go oh, on? Oh, are they holding hands? Oh, I think. I think they're holding hands. He brushed, her, he brushed her hair out of her face. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. I think they're going to make out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were, like, super loud about it. They didn't make out, but they definitely got the date laid out. Absolutely. And he doesn't, Danny doesn't take people on dates, Mm-mm. really. No. But for this one, there was a lot of pressure. This is a special gal. Oh, by the way, uh, we failed to mention at the beginning that uh, this girl that they set us up, set Danny up with, Whitney coming from Whitney. Of course. Yeah, play Charlotte. Uh, awesome selection. I think that like they were so great opposite each other on Whitney and the NBC. Yeah, uh, Chris D'Elia played her husband. Mm-hmm. And this is great. And they had these all these references. Uh, Danny said, "Don't get us canceled twice." Which is hilarious, because I don't know, I mean, of course, it wasn't just her that got, you know, or I don't know if something she said. But. Yeah, and then they also referenced a talk show, which I didn't know. I think that was only in one of the, co- I think I want to say, I, it was East Coast, West Coast. I don't think they did it in the other episode, but they yeah. mentioned that she had a talk show that had, like, lasted for a day. And she was like, no, it was 12 episodes. She said something, and I was like, she had a talk show? Yeah, yeah, she definitely had a talk show, uh, and I didn't, I didn't watch it. What though. was Sorry. it on? I didn't watch it. I'm sorry, Whitney, but I remember sorry. seeing in the trades that, yeah, that she definitely was getting a talk show in the mix. Well, you know what? I actually, I met Whitney in the bathroom of a comedy club when I did a show. This Go on. I feel like this, is, this it, could it's be a, an epic story. It's a pretty good story. Yeah? So I was eyeing her, you know, like all night, kind of, in a creep, you know, it was weird. I was going up and performing as well, and she like, opened the show, which was really cool. It was at Flappers and Burbank. But then I went to the bathroom, and I was putting on my makeup before I went on stage, and she walked into a stall and looked at me, kind of like she, like, wanted me to, you know, leave. Uh-huh. But I had to put my makeup on, and I thought, like, I was just imagining it, whatever, I'm just going to put my makeup on, maybe I'll talk to her when she's washing her hands. And then she comes out and stares at me through the mirror and then doesn't wash her hands. And then, like, goes up and just kills it on stage. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, the microphone. I'm, like, holding the same mic as her. And I'm like, did she, why did she do that? And I felt so bad. I was like, did I make her feel uncomfortable? She didn't want to wash her hands. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe, because, like, I I mean, there's been, okay, I'll I'll be real with you. Sometimes, you know, like, there's moments where I can do it hands-free. I don't know if ladies can do it hands-free. Probably, you know, no judgment. Yeah. Like, she's awesome. Oh, and then the perfect comic foil for Dan, you know, for for Chris D'Elia. And so, they. but here's the thing. It's all great, well and good, until she drops the bomb, which she just kind of throws in there that she has a kid. And I did like that because I'm very like that when I'm talking to someone, trying to tell them something and I'm nervous. Yeah. Just kind of throw it out there, right in the middle. And, like, that's huge, though, uh, to say that you have, I mean, you know, it's fine, but, like, I, I mean, as a man, okay, so check this out. And then I can kind of 
feel, and I think that Danny was thinking the exact same thing. It's real. Like, there's more responsibility. You can't just, you know, hit it and be like, ah, you know, whatever. Hit it and quit it. Or, you know, like, date for a little bit and then, you know, date someone else and, you know, still swipe on Tinder and, you know, have someone going on. Like, it's serious. Like, you got another little, you know, little person. Yeah, I mean, it's growing up as a guy. If I were a guy and I had to make that decision, it would be all right. Like, I'm either going to choose to be a grown-up for the rest of my life, or I'm going to not because I'm not a grown-up right now and I don't want to be. And, true, yeah, but how much much dad, you know, do you think, like, if I, because, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie, on, like, Tinder... And, uh, you know, on uh, the OkCupid. Oh, no. What's the other one? Oh, Bumble. I've been bumbling. I saw you on Bumble. Ah, I swiped right. Really? Yes, I did. I haven't been on in a while. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I kill it in the single mother, uh, like, 29 to 36 range. And I've always thought, like, would I date someone with a kid? And I don't know because I feel like would I have to be, like, a dad or not like a dad but like a role model like to the kid and you know and like, or do I just not even worry about it because uh hello we haven't even met before you that's know it's really of thing. intense I know but that's what I feel like Danny all these things were going through Danny's head and he bails he like cancels the date and says it in front of everybody yeah he was just a five year old literally like yeah. I can't do this I'm not gonna do this bye and just walks out well cause Justin freaked him out like he Justin was hitting on all of those things like this is serious and like when then we found out that Justin's mom was ooh she might have been a little I would have uh, just friendly. I loved that though the side story of Justin's mom like with all these Mexican guys because she worked at a Mexican restaurant so all of his like dads had all these super Mexican names and then, and then <laughs> oh so in the west coast one I think or maybe it was the east coast I think Whitney uh, said like Escobar <laughs> instead of Esteban and then Justin called her racist which was hilarious I didn't know if that was <laughs> I didn't see the other uh, taping so I don't know if that was planned or if that was just off the cuff no I think that one was off the cuff hilarious. actually hilarious yeah. yeah that was that was really great there was a lot of great lines and, and references um, through the episode like uh, oh when uh, Shelly meets female Shelly and uh, Ron was really excited about that bit and doing that bit because like all on Twitter he was talking about is his favorite Marx Brothers bit and uh, and he was really excited to kind of do it again on television and I thought that was really cool like from a comedic standpoint that you know like that he's actually like putting in the work and you know like not to say that he wasn't before but you know like that he's he's in a, a he appreciates the comics that came before him mm-hmm. and he's like a constant student of the craft and I thought that there was really cool that he was calling back uh, to a Marx Brothers bit uh, so yeah, you know, absolutely, yeah. And side note, uh, I'm just gonna say, you know, game respects game. Uh, he's also been talking a lot about, you know, like being at the gym and losing weight and having a personal trainer. And uh, I'm just saying that Shelly might not be undateable for much longer because kudos, man, he's doing, it's looking pretty good. Really? Looking pretty, yeah, he's doing great. Looking great. Just saying, oh. game respects game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <Thank you. laughs> um, so. There's, we come to an impasse, and oh, but then this is the other crazy thing. Oh my gosh, drama! <laughs> no, because I flipped when this went down. When all of a sudden Brett was gonna get some from the dude who we originally thought was just uh. the gay dude at the bachelorette party, and then all of a sudden it's the fiance. Yes, and Brett's like, and it wasn't just like a little like Nickmo noncommittal makeout, you know, like it was like yeah. they showered together and they tapped. 
the don- they tapped that that ass, which well, was so funny. That was a great line. Candace said, "If I shoot, oh, I must have it in my notes." But she either said East Coast or West Coast, but it wasn't in one of them about touching peepees. Did was that in the one that you saw? Because she she asked a question. She was like, "I don't understand," like blah 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 about them touching peepees. And it was a question that she just, like, posed, and it was super, I think it just, I don't know if, if like, Bridget Mendler just, like, popped that out of her ass or what whoa, happened. Whoa, but, I don't think we should use that reference, considering whoa. we're talking about peepees. Like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> talking about a, no, a I didn't, child no. star over yeah, here. I didn't mean that was funny, I, I, I just thought. I'm sorry, Bridget. No, 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 don't be sorry. I I'm thought so that was sorry. hilarious. For the record, I thought that that was hilarious. Thank you, thank you, Joe. But You're welcome. Is that on the one that you saw? No, it was not. Yeah, she said something about pee-pee. Which, now I'm going to watch the other one because I think that that's hilarious. Yes, very Uh, much enjoyed it. Gosh, there were so many other hilarious... Oh, they referenced The Wiz Live. Shout out to The Wiz Live. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ron Funches didn't get a role. No, he did not. Um, I think it was cast before he even referenced that on air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he should have. Well, and uh, also, um, David Allen Grew did kill it. I I want him to get an Emmy. Just throwing that out there. Did you watch it? Yeah. I didn't, I've heard, you know, The Wiz wasn't my favorite play. I'm excited for Grease. Neither was Sound of Music. I didn't watch that either. But see, neither did I. All I know is that uh, there's a lot of great live comedy going on on NBC right now with The Wiz Live and Undateable Live. It was, uh, you think it was live comedy, The Wiz? Or you mean just live stuff? Well, yeah, live comedy and live stuff. Yeah. You know, just live <laughs> shows in general. Live content. Yeah, definitely, because David Allen Greer was hilarious. Okay. Was hilarious. All right, I'll, I'll give it a watch. And then, I can't remember his name, but Seaweed uh, from Hairspray, he was the scarecrow. Hilarious. We're not talking about The Wiz <laughs> Live, we're talking about Undateable. Let's get back on topic here. <laughs> so, they they have to talk to Danny. Like, the gang knows that they're perfect for each other. Charlotte and Danny are perfect. We can see that on camera. The chemistry is there. On screen, off screen. I mean, it's just, they're perfect. They're, yeah. They're perfect on screen for each other. And uh, so Leslie got the, the sis come out and brings Bursky because he was so shady. Uh, he was in the back of the car, which is my biggest fear. Like, it's a woman's biggest fear, by the way. One of them is to have a man hide in the back seat of your car. Uh, side note, it's also uh, a pretty big fear for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's a couple, my, one of my friends lives in a kind of shady part of town, and I'm not going to lie, right before I open the door when I leave, sometimes I leave late, I check underneath because I don't want to get my Achilles cut, and I look behind just to make no, sure no one's kind of hanging out there. I'm, I'm just saying, it's not just women. I'm also terrified. And I'm a 250-pound man. Um, it's because of urban legends, you it know? It is, it is. And uh, the only thing scarier than that would be dating someone with a kid, in mm-hmm. my book. But Leslie breaks it down and says, "You're, you know, you're an adult. Um, make it's time to make adult decisions. It's time to really like step up to the plate and go for it." Yeah. And I, I, I agree a hundred percent because I would be lying if I said that like m- my ovaries hurt occasionally. I'm 34. Like, sometimes I see a cute kid, and I'm like, oh, man, that's that's incredible. And so, I mean, maybe that had something to do, you know, like, with Danny's decision, going, yeah, I am an adult. I didn't need to make adult decisions. I, I can't, I mean, see him with a baby. Oh, I think that... Or, that, no, he's four. The, the child is four. Yeah, he's four but, years old. 
there's some guys that are, you know, players and kind of douchey, but uh, they see a kid and they're good with kids. Yeah. I don't see Danny's character, or Chris D'Elia, for that matter, being good with children. Oh, I think that he would, I don't think he would be a good role model or, like, you know, father figure for an adult, but I feel like he would totally be like, hey, let's go play cops and robbers and, like, go run around, and he would be, like, a little kid, like, more of, like, a best friend instead of... A boyfriend. Oh, I mean, that is really cute thinking about it that way. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's going to be one of the, uh, you know, the uh, the next episodes. Because, I mean, they mentioned it. It seemed like it was a pretty important thing. Yeah. Uh, so, and I think that would be hilarious if they're dressing up. And then they're about to go on, like, a hot date, you know, mm-hmm. Charlotte. And, oh, I'll say, that could be a prediction. Yeah. I, that, I'm right. going to save that S- for the prediction. Save it, save it for the end, yeah. brother. But, we, but, and, you know, every when it comes down to it, Chris decides... Danny decides he's going for it. And he talks to Charlotte, and Charlotte shoots him down so hard. And he's like, no, I'm just kidding. I have no self-esteem. Yeah, <laughs> so fast. You know, I've done that before, too. And it's and my friends are like, just keep him waiting, like, a little longer. Just drag it out more. I'm like, but it's a joke. They're like, no, 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 just drag it out, you know? She did it too soon, but oh. it's okay. I love it. I think, like, yeah, it was so funny. If I if that happened to me, I would have been like, well, I mean, I would have been out. Like, well, I don't know, maybe not. I, I really have, though, done something similar to, to guys, and they and I'm like, ah, just kidding. And they go, you know, wait, are you serious? I'm so confused. They're very confused about who I am and what I want. Uh, but We're a confused species. Yeah. Yeah. So are we. It's just like a big mess up, the world. We're all un- undateable, and there you go. That's yeah, the, we're the, all just like walking monkeys. Line. Yeah, it's just big walking idiots. But you know, I do really like her character, mm-hmm. and I personally think it's my favorite character I've seen Whitney Cummings play. I'm not a big fan of all of her characters, honestly. But yeah. this, I like. I relate to it, and it's she's like a, she really is a female version of Danny. So yeah, it's big time. And the all talk about her balls and everything was pretty hilarious too. I mean, she's, like, she's able to, you know, like, she's, she's, she can say very crass things, but this character also, it didn't seem like a crass person. You know what I mean? Like, she could say crass things, but you could tell it was playful and that she mm-hmm. still was elegant. And that's when you saw her and looking like uh, uh, Count Racula. Yeah, I want you to say I have, like, three pairs of Spanx on right mm-hmm. now. Which was hilarious. I got a little sister, uh, you know, so I know about Spanx. Not like she wears Spanx, but, you know, like. Oh, I mean, like, everybody I wear Spanx. Yeah, everybody's wears Spanx. Duh, some form of Spanx. That's true. That's true. It's a Spanx world out there. But I thought that was so hilarious. Because she still looked fabulous, elegant, but still was able to talk about her balls and not, you know, like, lose that. I don't know. I think that's cool. Yeah, she looked super hot. Mm-hmm. She I did. Mean, she she looked good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they go out, and then they have the choir Come out of nowhere. From out of nowhere. Gospel choir. Hilarious. And it's just so funny how Justin and Candace's characters interact always, like, with those random people. Mm-hmm. I feel like in real life, the actors are, they're all goofy, but they have a hard time holding it together the most. Those two, I think. Oh, yeah. So, to have them always kind of be the ones interacting with, like, the new entity that's coming into the show is really funny, because... Everyone loves watching people break for just a second, and that's part of the reason why Undateable Live is so awesome, Yeah, to watch them break. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know who didn't break? Uh, your old neighbor. Oberski. Who? We saw the Juilliard acting in 
he was flexing that Juilliard acting skills. Well, I think it was actually Kent State University in Cleveland, Ohio, but... What? They were talking on Twitter that it was Juilliard. Well, that's a lie. Oh, man. And, and you know what? Maybe Rick took some classes after college. Maybe, but it was on point. He had a great moment. It was like, it almost kind of took me out of it for a second. Like, woo, woo, okay. He and did, then, but I will say that I saw him break in one of the feeds. Or oh, one, I did. Yeah. Yeah. When he got the kiss? Yes. Yeah, because that was, oh, my God, they're going to hook up. They have to hook up. Like, in the East Coast feed, too, uh, it, they kissed, and he had, like, some spit. I, it was very noticeable to me, and I feel like West Coast <laughs> Bianca was like, Rick, like, that can't happen again. Put, put, put some cotton balls in there <laughs> before anything goes down. That was down. disgusting. Oh, man, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. So, let's, like, I want to jump in right into the predictions, because I want to talk and about now, it. All right. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So... This is a little bit of gossip, but mostly for predictions, because uh, Bill Lawrence, the showrunner, the creator, um, he tweeted, like, some, there was a fan that said, is Whitney going to be sticking around? And Bill said, yep, she's there for the rest of the season. So I think that they're going to explore, you know, obviously they're going to explore this, you know, romance a little bit more, but I really want to see a moment where Danny gets in too deep with the kid, like... You know, like, being a big brother and not... And, like, actually, like, forgetting that he's supposed to be, like, you know, sexy and, you know, alluring to, to Charlotte and get kind of caught up in, you know, being, being a, a little child. kid. Yeah, and, and kind of connecting with the son more than Charlotte. That's really cute. That's a cute prediction. Yeah, I think... I hope that that happens. Uh, undateable Writer's Room hashtag... Uh, oh, at Undateable uh, Our Room. Right? Was That's it? what it was? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Oh. Check it out. <laughs> Think about it. That's a little freebie. I'm just going to throw it out there. You can, you can take it. If you don't like it, throw it back. That's cool. Yeah. He's not going to demand money or anything. No, nah, man. I got it. I got money for days. Uh, <laughs> shoot. I'm just saying. Fantasy football is doing good for me. Um, <laughs> check out DraftKings. little, you know. Oh, a little Free press here. for DraftKings. Right. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I know they do a lot here with AfterBuzz TV, so shout out to DraftKings. Um, so, what do you, do you have any predictions? What do you think? Hmm, I think that things aren't going to go as well as you think with uh, Charlotte's child. Okay. As far as Danny is concerned. Okay. He is just not mature enough and too self-involved to have a child. Uh, hmm. I think that Leslie and Bursky... Yes, something, but they just keep on teasing us. Can we talk about that tease? I mean, she kisses him, and it's just like, don't tell anyone this happened. And it was a good kiss. Like, it was like a, because, whew, it was a kiss. Ooh, here's my prediction. Oh, I got one. Okay. That, on the side, they're going to start having sex, and she'll be like, don't tell anybody. Ooh. Yeah. See, but I, okay, okay, prediction on top of your prediction, if that goes down, we're not going to find out about it this year. It would be like a Monica and Chandler thing, though. Yeah. And the and audience knows, but the rest don't know. The audience hopes. I wanna, I wanna see like a private, private time between them, and have her tell him that like he can't tell anybody, and then just have extremely awkward moments. And we know that it's awkward because we saw them in bed together. That'd be fun, guys. Okay. 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 
writers, let's do that. Oh, okay, and then I got one more prediction. This is something that I think would be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, is if no, never mind. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to say it. No, I'm <laughs> you taking kind it back. of have to now. No, it's you too just, late. You're on live. You can't just. All right. Do I just that. think it would be. I think it would be really funny if, like, four episodes later, all of a sudden, um, female Shelley just kind of comes down the stairs. Like, all of a sudden, she's been up there the whole time. <laughs> kind of like in Family Matters when they send the the youngest daughter up to her room. And then she disappears forever. Oh, she never comes it. back. And I thought it would be funny if they did. Since they're doing bits with her and Mark's brothers, maybe they should do a little Family Matters bit. I don't know. Yeah. It would be funny. I predict that will happen. That, that would be funny. <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to AfterBuzzTV.com. Talking to Undateable Live, Episode 8. A bachelorette party walks into a bar. Check us out on iTunes. Don't forget to hit like, to subscribe. Find us on YouTube. You can find me at Twitter at JoJo Doyle and Facebook and Instagram. Sam, tell us about you. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com or on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. Shout out to Chris. I thought he wrote this episode today. Great job, buddy. See you guys next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 